0: One of the things that I, one of the reasons why I started this business and one of the big reasons why I was like, there is a need for a program like this was because I saw how poorly Mm -hmm. the sales process was being done at clubs. Yeah. First hand. First hand. And I saw that through um, secret shopping clubs You know, when I was doing consultations and stuff all around the country. And just being in the industry and seeing it, I just saw that there's a bad sales process. Mm -hmm. So I've personally experienced this, but I've never had like real true data to back it up. Right. It was just all anecdotal. Yeah. I've always just been like, yeah, the sales process is horrible. They send these data dump emails. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't follow up. They're not actively selling, they're not actively promoting. They're not tapping into the psychology of why these people want to join. It's simply, hey, you want some information, here it is, and if you want to join, come talk to me. That's well, what it felt like.
1: Right, and I agree, right? And also from your experience, how long ago was that? When you started to like notice this trend, 10 years? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So we still do it today, both internally, secret shopping for our guys, for yeah. their community, but in training as well. We do this. We call mm-hmm. clubs. And the process hasn't changed in Mm -hmm. 10 years, right? It's still the old antiquated way of doing it.
0: I think it's actually gotten worse. Mm. Oh, through COVID. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Because, and this is kind of what we've been shouting, Yeah, right? Is that there was this demand where, and prior to this and all the memberships I sold, and I'm interested to hear your take, but prior to this, I can think of like one instance where somebody actually called me up, was like, hey, I want to buy a membership and walked in and gave me money. So rare. It was so rare. Yeah, I can probably have one hand. Yeah. 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 And those are great. And you still kind of have to do a little selling. But that happened a ton over the past two years. Yeah. Right. People just walking in, signing up. Options became very limited as to what you could do. Me and my family were one of them. Mm -hmm. You know, we wanted to join. We went and saw a place for three to, three separate times, never received a follow up, were not like pursued at all. Mm-hmm. And then eventually we walked in and went check and gave it to him. <laughs> you
1: know? Right. So
0: it's uh it's crazy. And so so I've always known, you've always known everyone within Capstone has known that there is this major deficiency when it comes to a sales process at country clubs. Right, and that is such a shame because that is the lifeblood of country clubs is memberships and membership sales. And so what we wanted to do is we actually wanted to put this into a study, right and just be super objective about it. like how is the sales process? Um, and so we did it. We, we secret did. shopped a hundred clubs out in the market um, at random uh, with a couple different traits that i'll read off here and we got some pretty it's pretty telling it's pretty telling and it and it goes in line with what with what we've already known yeah it substantiates what we've seen (laughs) internally for a number of years yep and so really i want to pose the question to the industry and to the industry leaders um if one of our key fundamental goals that i and you hear this a lot and i would agree with it It's to grow the game, right? It's to continue to broaden the sport, the demographics, to drive these places, right? And continue to grow, right? Selling memberships to country clubs, golf clubs, or really any membership-based business, right? Is how you grow the game, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. It's how you grow the business. Yeah, it's it's the front lines of doing it. It's a big, big part of the growth of this game and we have a sales crew behind the scenes and when i say we i mean as industry whole we have a sales crew out there of membership directors that are not doing their clubs justice and in fact they are hindering the club's ability to grow and sustain long term and they are also hindering growth within the sport that we all love which is golf um and so we're gonna blast this out there, and we're gonna continue to do this. We're gonna we're gonna secret shop every single club in the country um, over the course of the next year or so. There's around four thousand private clubs, and we're gonna hit them all. And we're gonna continue to release this data. And my hopes from it is that general managers and membership directors will wake up, and they will see that the process that we are doing right now as a industry whole and capstone is better. And we're going to release that data too, um, is pathetic. It's pathetic, you know, and I want to change it. And that's what we're here to do. So let's dive into it. Let's get into the numbers man. let's do it. You can see I'm passionate about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, no, that was, that was so. very well said. And it is obvious. And
1: you, mm-hmm. this whole thing we do on a literal daily basis is all geared towards that understanding. Yep. And I truly believe across our company, we all feel similarly. Yeah. Honestly, like it, mm-hmm. when you work with it and so on a day-to-day basis, whether you're at the club being the mm-hmm. one selling it or on this mm-hmm. side of the business now working on this side. Mm-hmm you just see the impact it makes on all of it right on all of it. Yeah. And to be able to be the person in that role that helps facilitate and filter through so many new members that are becoming exposed to the country club and community Mm -hmm. and friends Mm -hmm. and family and um, to be there and see it and then see um, from this side of it. Yeah. It's truly amazing. So it is, it is rare um, but also real that we feel, um,
0: yeah, we feel passionately about it. We do, we do. And, You know, I would call on all on all membership directors to get real with themselves, you know, and if you are lumped into these categories and um, look, we're not trying to call anyone out. We're never going to, you know, disclose what club is what in these processes. Um, This is industry average as a whole. Um, But if you are a country club listening and you want your specific results, call us. We'll give it to you. We'll tell you exactly how your salesperson's doing. In our eyes, um, and we'll be very objective about it. Um, so let's jump into the numbers and see yeah, where they great. take us. Yeah. Now that I've teed us up, you all can probably imagine it's not so good. <laughs> right. There's so there's some room for improvement. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. for sure. Exactly. So, so here was the what, what do they call it in science when they, when they like lay out the like the data? No, not the data. Like the uh, the study where it's hey, like here's here's what we did. The method, case study. That's what our producer is saying. No, that's not what I'm looking for. But anyways, I was over These t- these are, these are what we did. We secret shopped a hundred private clubs in America with the following criteria. Their initiation fees range from twenty five hundred to one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Okay, this was our first hundred. They're randomly selected. And they pulled from all fifty states. Um, And basically what we did which is the golden standard in the industry we submitted an online inquiry I would argue that those are your best leads coming in when you get an online inquiry from your website Mm -hmm. that is a hot hot lead
1: that is literally someone who's taken time out of their day to sit down and contact you because they'd like to learn more about what you have to offer
0: that's right and so we gave our name we gave phone number. We gave email and we said we were interested in learning more about membership. Okay. That's an immediate call. <laughs> that's just so like, that's the, you better be on it. Yeah. You know, and we have systems where our membership directors are alerted by text and they are required to call within minutes of an online inquiry. So, and we're going to see if they're actually doing that in our secret shop. I just we'll release true. that. So I have a guess though, out of a hundred clubs, Twenty-six percent never even responded. Never even responded. Can you believe that? An online inquiry was submitted. Twenty-six clubs out of a hundred didn't even respond to it. That blew my mind. Yeah, that's a process problem it seems. That yeah. there's they're they're not. That's and, the thing. And look, even if your club, because I could hear some people behind the scenes being like, oh well they're probably capped or you, you know, it's probably by invite only. That's not true, number one. That's not, that wasn't within our criteria. But number two, even if you are by invite only, you still should respond to an online inquiry. There's still, yeah, if nothing else for the sales
1: process, you don't know who this person is. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be worth inviting them, but also it's still a customer service based position. That's right. It's still a country club and
0: you wanna provide just high level service yeah. to these people. Hey, thanks so much for your interest. Yeah. We are by invite only. I'd be happy to to jump on a call with you Mm -hmm. to discuss our processes. And then that's it, right? So anyways, 26% of clubs never even responded. So the rest of this data is out of 74 clubs. Okay, so the the percentages are actually worse if you factor in the 28% that didn't respond. See what I'm saying? So our first data point is 95% of clubs that responded. So 70 out of 74 clubs emailed first. They didn't pick up the phone and call only 5% were calls. So I think it's, (laughs) yeah, it also shows that maybe there's like auto generated messages happening.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, with 5% doing it right, I think there may be a gap in understanding why calling is actually so powerful.
0: Yeah, let's go into Because it may
1: be an information thing. I, I don't know. But um, yeah, I think that's worth talking
0: about. Kyle, could you brew a little coffee? I just need something warm. It's a little cold in here. It is chilly. Um, yeah. So, wh- so why do you feel like <clears throat> calling is so important?
1: people join country clubs for relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, And as the initial person that you're going to be speaking with is the membership sales director at a club, how that person interacts with this person from the very beginning impacts the way that person sees the entirety of the club because in you've been on being the client or prospect or purchasing decisions in general, Mm -hmm. Um, if a company or product has somebody out there who is making first contact and not providing a flawless process and an experience for this person, where you as a business are trying to get this person to join and become a part of your community and network and ultimately fund the business, right? Like this is a business. So mm-hmm. if a company's putting a person out there up front that's not just doing an incredible job, that client or prospect is going to have to look at the product or club and be like, if this is my initial. Interaction. How does it reflect the actual product? It, it's
0: saying. not going to get it better. It doesn't reflect Yeah. well. Totally agree. I, I think that that is a big part of it, but also a huge part of it for me is just connecting with the prospect. Yeah, you're building a relationship. Just building that initial relationship, mm-hmm. and there is no possible way you can do that over an email. No. And if you can slightly over an email, it is not to the depth of getting on a phone call and talking to them. And the other thing you have to remember is, like you said, when they submit that online inquiry, they are thinking about it. It's in front of their mind. At that moment. And they're wanting information Mm -hmm. at that moment. And if you can respond in minutes over a call, I don't know if you ever, I'm sure you got this, but I used to get it all All the the time time where I would call instantaneously Mm -hmm. And people would be so thrilled by it. They'd be like, oh, my gosh, you called that was so, so fast. fast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, fast. so clearly you've gotten it, too. <laughs> I, a lot of our
1: guys get it. We talk <laughs> about it in training, and then yeah. they go out and report back. like, yeah, that actually happened.
0: And they love it. They love it, and you got them. Mm-hmm. You've made a great first impression, and you can move to the next step, which is what? After the intro call? Yep. Yeah, getting
1: them out there for a tour. Getting them out there that for is, a tour. Right? That's
0: all. The, all of it and you can make this happen so fast. You can jump on a call, they're thinking about it, you can get in front of them, you get it on the schedule, you get them excited. You learn about their wants and needs yeah. so you can k- custom cater mm-hmm. a tour to that process, or to that prospect. And you, it's just something you can't do over
1: email. No, you need a phone call yep. and a face-to-face interaction to be able to develop that relationship and understanding of what they're looking so for. So only
0: 5% were calls. That is a mind-blowing thing. Yeah,
1: that's a non-starter.
0: You know, that's like how many is what's 5% of 74? Oh, you want me to do that in, yeah. <laughs> in my head? Like four. No. I think um, it's like four people. Three and a half, four. So about four people. I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to do the math. It's very easy. I should be able to do this in my head. Usually I can, but you know, I'm on the spot. We can
1: cut all the parts of us not knowing the answer then just
0: <laughs> coming back. 3.7. I was right there. You're right in Three the and a half, th- four. For only three. people. I don't know how 0.7 people is. So maybe call it four. Four out of 74 people, but truly four out of 100 people called us. That's astonishing. I want to hire those four people. Can we find out who those four (laughs) people are? So that was crazy. Um, The next stats, the stats go into like how quickly they responded. Uh, 43% of clubs reached out within two hours, which is actually pretty good. That's good. 32 That's, out of 74, but it, it goes to, again, it was all emails. So I think a lot of these things are auto-generated. Generated, right? One of the great things about modern day CRMs is you can set up all these systems to auto-generate. However, it, is ultimately, in my opinion, dumbing down the sales process. And you, know, you can feel that as a prospect.
1: Yeah, I, I encourage all uh, during training our, our salespeople actually mm-hmm. go out into the community and experience sales processes yeah, nice. just to see what it's like on, yeah, on the prospect awesome. side of it. Um, yeah, you just so have, much better yeah, when you have a good process. You just have to create it's a relationship and fun. get to know the person. and yeah. um, It uh-huh. does, it makes it fun for both parties, regardless exactly. of the outcome.
0: exactly. Um, 12.2% of clubs reached out between two and six hours, so nine of 74. 23% of clubs reached out within 24 hours, 17 and 74. Nine and a half percent of clubs reached out between one and three days. That's pretty bad. That's really Yeah, bad. these last two are... Yeah, and 12.2% of clubs reached out after three days, nine of 74. Yeah. That's- Jesus Christ. So most likely those based off of what i'm seeing here are if i had to guess um you know those might be like situations where a general manager is doing both sales or a board yeah. member and there's they just don't have the they capacity. don't have the capacity they, they haven't don't have the resources up, they haven't yeah. set up systems they haven't set up structures yeah. and it's just taking them a long time to get to a that's product. what i've lost them at that point yeah
1: yeah right um but it seems a lot of this, what we keep encountering, and I keep hearing more about it, it just seems like process mm-hmm. and information. yep. And then the willingness to be in the position and do it. Yep. That's what we keep seeing across all these clubs.
0: This one is a pretty powerful one to me that is very, very concerning. 8.1% of clubs followed up after the first contact. So six of 100... So again, six of seventy-four that responded, but really six out of hundred. So even smaller percentage, that'd be six percent. After we initially submitted the contact and they sent their auto generated response or whatever. How they never that? never followed up again. Yeah. You lost them. And we know, we know based on data, it takes eight touch points to sell a memberships. Mm-hmm. Eight. So literally that is so many memberships that are not going to be sold because they're going somewhere. They're definitely going somewhere Mm -hmm. else. Probably a capstone club if we're in the market. Yep. All right. Um, This one's pretty bad too. Um, 85% of clubs. So 63 of 74 that responded gave pricing with their first contact. Yeah. So why is that? Why is that bad?
1: And that's what I think. Some of this is just like knowledge, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's not maybe intuitive to just as a whole, an industry, but I think helping better understand these principles and things that truly lead Mm -hmm. to more sales, Mm -hmm. um, in a more full club and a more fulfilled club is doing these things a certain way. And they do matter to your point.
0: So why, why do you feel like I, I have an opinion on this? Um, why do you not want to give? Because, right, the argument could be that you want to be transparent about your pricing. This is vetting the person because if they're not within the price range, they're going to, you know, not mm-hmm. be interested. So you're not going to waste your time on a tour or call or whatever. Right. These are things that I've heard throughout the years. Um, and again, you know, I think the biggest thing is like, well, you know, we just want to be upfront about pricing so that they know where we sit. Right. That's typically the argument that I see. Mm-hmm. Um, which those are, those all hold small amounts of water. Yeah. 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 You, you could say, you could argue potentially that that could be a good thing initially. Um, I don't believe it to be. So yes. Um, So let's dive back into that. So why do you feel like, you know, I have some ideas, but pricing, you know, look like you don't, in my opinion, in membership models, you don't wanna give pricing initially. Mm -hmm. And for me, it is about, a membership is a lifestyle enhancement product. Mm -hmm. You cannot justify a membership financially, okay? You, You can't do it. And if you have a product or a prospect that is trying to justify a membership financially, Number one, they're probably gonna be playing a lot of golf, right, and beating up your golf course. Um, They're probably not gonna support the club the way you want them to. They're probably not gonna tip people real well Mm. around the club, right? Um, It doesn't make financial sense. It it only makes a lifestyle enhancement sense because, right, you're enhancing your life, and that's the value that a membership Mm -hmm. brings. It, It enhances your life, it condenses your life, right? Meaning you can go to one place for a lot of different things. You you are enhanced through relationships with both the staff and the the, the other members. Mm-hmm. You get exercise. Mm-hmm. That's going to enhance Like, again, you cannot put a price tag on that, in my opinion. I mean, yes, you can, right? Within a reason, price tag, yeah. yeah. But if you are not selling... If you're not first finding out why these potential members are interested in a mm-hmm. membership and then you're not highlighting those reasons prior to giving price, <laughs> your close percentages are going to be real low. It's way down. They're going to be real low. And it
1: and it most likely, and I, I don't want to say 100%, but it has nothing to do with your price. Yeah, They just have no context for what that means. Mm-hmm. They're looking at this price sheet going, yep. well, I don't know. I'm looking. I'm interested. In, this would really help my life x amount i'm just going to put it at least put it off to the side yeah it it loses its connection
0: exactly but if you
1: can have a conversation and better understand what they're looking for Mm -hmm. and how they want to experience this um then they come out and see it now they actually
0: have the experience Mm. right and going back to that right what did we just talk about right like you have to have that conversation mm-hmm. with them and find that out prior to a tour, prior to disclosing pricing, all of that. You cannot do that over an email. No. You cannot right. do that over an email. And 95% of clubs send an email first. 95. Mm-hmm. It's crazy.
1: To all me. of this compounds on top of each other throughout the whole process. It's how it starts and it how, it, how's it going in the middle. Yep. Um, and if you can maintain a good process all the way through, mm-hmm. um, but if not, and if you're starting out that way, yep. Um, yep. With an email, then the process is kind of... With an
0: email and pricing.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah, It's
0: like, oh my gosh, two of the most fatal mistakes in a sales process. If if our data holds true throughout, which most likely it will if you look at all like, you know, polling type statistics, it'll vary slightly, but Mm. overall it'll probably stay pretty similar to this. There is a existential threat to our industry because of our sales process. There is. Mm. L- look at the sales mm-hmm. process. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. 85% give pricing with first contact. 95% email first. Only 54% of clubs asked for a tour. What does our data show? It shows that at Capstone Staff mm-hmm. Clubs, we get a tour, we close it over 50%, mm-hmm. of, yeah, over 50%, over 50% of the percent. time. Yeah, just over 50%. So literally right there, if you're just backing this out that's so many memberships lost right just because you're not asking for a tour and we know because 95 percent responded they're asking for a tour over the email Mm -hmm. that's nuts
1: and I think that points to two things. One of which is how just literally powerfully experienced a country club is for Mm -hmm. someone who wants to be there and sees Mm -hmm. it working for their life. Yeah. Right. It's just going out there and experiencing. It's like test driving a car. It's like experiencing it. You just like when you feel it in your hands and walking around the club. (coughs) um, Mm -hmm. It's a great experience for people that it works for. Um, But we also do give good tours. Yeah. To be fair, we've got also a good process. With tours as well. But if Mm -hmm. you're just getting someone out to the club, you've got a chance. You've got a really good chance because they're going to enjoy their experience.
0: Really good chance. And you're sitting in front of them. And talking about pricing, because again, this is even an internal dialogue that we have. It is. Okay. So me personally, when I would sell memberships, unless someone is very specifically asking Mm -hmm. for the price Mm -hmm. over a phone call Mm -hmm. and is dead set on it, then I will disclose the price. But typically my response would always be something along the lines of, well, our process here at the club is we invite you out for a tour. You know, we we tour the entire facilities, we'll sit down, have some lunch, and you know, we go over pricing based off of what we feel like is gonna fit best for you and your family's needs. Mm-hmm. And ninety-nine point nine percent of the time people are okay with that. And of course, if I have done my homework on the prospect, which I always do. Mm-hmm. And I took them through an appropriate process on that initial call. And when I say appropriate process, to me, it's about learning about them. Mm-hmm. I'm not really pitching the club at all. I'm learning about There's them. There's nothing to pitch yet. Exactly.
1: You don't know enough about
0: the person to even make sense for what fits with their life. It's cookie cutter yeah. if you do it the mm-hmm. other way. Yeah, and you just won't have great, great um, conversion rates, right? So if I've done that appropriately, I know that they're a qualified prospect mm-hmm. or not. Right, and even if they not, even if they are not, I'm still inviting them for a tour because I I still feel like I can get them, or they might have a friend. Yeah, right. So again, the goal should always be get on a call, Mm -hmm. ask about them, find out if this is going to match up, Mm -hmm. find out where you want to touch on Mm -hmm. in your tours, book the tour provide a great experience, then disclose pricing. I agree. That is not the way it's being done in the industry. No, it's, it's reversed. Yeah, it's reversed. And again, I think a lot of people could will probably argue, oh well, clubs are full. That's why this process is not like this. They're full. F- only 14%, 14.9% of clubs say that they are on a wait list mm-hmm. through this. 11 of 74, right? That is not the majority percentage. No, you know, so that's kind of BS too.
1: Yeah, no, this is not a. This is not because my club's full. I don't really have any need to talk to these people. But right. Um, again, like we touched on, even if that is the case, that's still not the way to do it. But mm-hmm. um, these, this industry is very open to new members. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity for people to join clubs.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And if
1: your club's not um, trying to take advantage of that and doing this the proper way, then you're mm-hmm. missing out on tremendous, tremendous opportunity.
0: Yeah, and based off of these statistics, there is a lot of missing happening Mm -hmm. out there in the marketplace. And
1: it's bad for the community too in terms of the prospects that are reaching out. It's It's just like, they're not getting what they're truly looking to have for their life. It's a disservice. Yeah, they're not getting their answers met or their process or even a better, just a better situation for their family, they're losing access
0: to that. It's a disservice. And if I saw these types of numbers, from a membership director that we are managing I would fire them.
1: Yeah, it would you would just have to look at it
0: once. Yeah. Yep. yep. I mean I that's pretty drastic. I would dive in. I would figure things out. <laughs> I would look at a yeah, lot of different things. you actually want to fire the person, but but there would if, be a conversation. There would be a conversation, but if those numbers then continued along these lines, I would fire them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, th- this is this is below the acceptable mm-hmm. level just to maintain a position within our company. Way below. This has nothing to do with like being one of the top performers. This is yep. just like if th- if we're seeing this, you're not mm-hmm. a part of Capstone. Yep. And this
0: is across the industry. Yep. No doubt. So yeah, it was. It wasn't shocking to me by any means because no. I already saw this. But to me, it was more shocking like seeing it actually in numbers. Mm-hmm. When I'm just like, oh my god, ninety five percent yeah. emailed first. That is so surprising to me yeah
1: and just that the difference between that and a phone call is just like dear valued customer right. you're like if you get that email and then with
0: pricing attached to it, you're like well here's here's another key point right and i didn't stage this um can you read how many emails i have on there mm. unopened
1: <laughs> stop it that's a six digit number <laughs>
0: Hundred and seven thousand. I yeah. get a lot of emails. I get a whole lot of emails. You're never going to. if see they an are email. not top priority, yeah, um, let alone it goes to spam. I'm not. I'm not looking at it. Yeah, right. I'm not. I'm not taking the time. And the other thing is, is if they are a very long email from something that like I'm inquiring for, I'm probably not going to get through the whole thing no. because within that thirty minutes. I'm getting another phone call. I'm getting a text message. I'm getting more emails, right? Yeah. And so we didn't put this on here, but it might be interesting to be like, how many words are the average response from these emails? Mm -hmm. Because I've I've seen them. Mm -hmm. And when we did shop them, I went through and looked at them. And the vast majority of them are very long. Yeah,
1: just paragraphs long. No one's reading that. Think about the articles you may like happen to read. It's like Mm -hmm. short, concise, to the point, Mm -hmm. gives you good information. Um, But too long, you just don't have time in your life to sit down and have have a long read. Yep. And look,
0: like we email. We do. Like it, it's part of our process. Mm, we do, but yeah. it's very specific. But it's not uh, first. No, it's, it's not first. No. It's very specific throughout the process when we
1: do it. And we have like templates that we use to help keep it short and simple and to the point and ultimately trying to connect with people on the phone or in person. That's right. Yeah.
0: That's what our emails are. It's mm-hmm. an attempt to touch them at a different point yeah. to get on a phone call. It's not or just in to person. inform or no, hell no, no. Hell no. No. So anyways, it's pretty telling, and you know, I hope people listening will take it seriously um, because it is serious, And you know, we're, we're seeing a shift in economy right now. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a shift in the membership marketplace. It's still very strong. Um, but look, if this is the sales process that is happening in the marketplace, and we as an industry whole are trying to grow this business. I I, I got nothing for you. Yeah. You know, we got to make changes. Mm -hmm. So, and that's where we're here. That's why we are here. This is why we are here. And so I'd love it if it wasn't the case, you know, we'd figure out something else to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) within the industry, Yeah, but this is a need and and we are fulfilling it right now. And so um, I'd love to get people's take on it. And, you know, why don't we put the actual stat or the booklet or whatever it is, so that people can see it themselves. We'll put it below this link. Um, click on it, um, download it. We'd love to get in touch with you. Again, if you are a club owner, operator, general manager, even a membership director, and you wanna know where you stood on this, uh, reach out to to us and we'll let you know if you're a part of this 100, uh, this initial 100 club list. But we're gonna get through them all. We're gonna shop them all. Um, and we're gonna come out with some really, really great data that my hope is uh, truly, that uh, it, it wakes people up mm-hmm. and that people will start changing their process um, for the benefit of the club community that they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my goal with this. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. Um,
1: yeah. And you can tell we do care about it and put a lot of yeah. effort and thought into it because... Um, it's what we do on a daily basis and we have, we have firsthand seen the impact it has on the people who join and Mm -hmm. the club itself and Ah. all the employees of the club and the product itself and the community. And, um, it's a really, really powerful and amazing process to get to be a part of and to see it done well is amazing as Mm -hmm. anything is. Um, and to see it done poorly is frustrating at the least. Um, and like you were saying, detrimental to. Um, the growth of a sport that right now has some pretty good momentum and mm-hmm. it's a really fun yep. time to be engaged in golf. Yep, um, no doubt. No and doubt. being at a country club for a lot of
0: families can yep, aid in that. Yeah, everybody loves a great sales process, so let's mm-hmm. give it to them. Yep, absolutely. Right. Well Thanks, done. Adam. Yep. yep, that I think wraps it up. So we'll continue to keep everyone updated on this. We'll we'll put out more um, info and, and update you all as these numbers come in. Great. So, thanks. Yep. All right.